Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't let me down. Welcome back. Midday show. This song's for Howie Roseman. Don't let us down. Go spend that cap space money. For Sue Douglas as well. It's the Midday Show, 215-592-9494. Coming up at 1.30 today, Elliot Shore Parks. Elliot, by the way, had some big-time questions yesterday. I was very proud of Elliot. Represented the station well. He asked a hard-hitting – actually, I'm not kidding. He had like two or three of the best questions yesterday. I wanted to get some gossip from last night. Well, we got to ask him about that. When the lights. St. Elmo's? Yeah, yeah. When the lights can't, would they go, come off or go on or whatever? Uh, They they dim the lights? Is that how it goes? Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, we'll ask Elliot. Yeah, we'll find a way to ask Elliot what happened last night when the uh, the lights were dimmed in Indianapolis. How about that D, baby? Later in the show. And uh, today is a special anniversary of Philadelphia Sports. We'll get to that as well. A lot to do. 215-592-9494. I want the Eagles to spend this cap room. I think they need to spend their way on defense to go all in to fix this thing. He wants to play the young guys. And Hassan Reddick, your gut feeling on if he's coming back after yesterday, didn't sound very confident coming from the head coach, the GM. My sense is he is not going to be here next season. Let's go to the phone lines here. 215-592-9494. Mark in Woodbury Heights. Hey, Mark. Joe, how are you? Good, Mark. How you doing? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm doing well. Um, Nick Sirianni, and listen, I don't, I don't want to talk bad about any human being, about a person. He seems like a good guy, good father, uh, family guy. Something's not right here. And from a football perspective, as the head coach of this football team, like, number one, what is he going to do? Like, I know someone asked him that at a press conference. He's going to go into meetings and this and that. But the bottom line with him, in my opinion, when you're getting rattled by fans at a Kansas City Chiefs game and you walk up the tunnel screaming towards the fans where they can't hear you, I just question, like, like is that what you're concentrating on instead of thinking about what your team did and did not do? You understand where yeah, I'm getting no, at? Yeah, it, Mark, like, it was like, a it was a bad look, and it was just an image. Uh, it was immature. I, I question his so, maturity. Not you know, and yeah. I we want his team to be mature, right? We want the receiver to be mature and the quarterback and all that. And I don't think he's mature. You're 100 percent right, Joe. And the team mirrors the head coach. It really does. And if you can't handle that type of adversity, look at what happens. You know, in, in that seven-game span, things just spiraled out of control. And at the end of the day, why why is he here? Is he here because they're not going to 
go all in next year and he could be the fall guy and they don't want to bring in somebody new right now? Like, like is Kellen Moore the, the next possible head coach down the road or, or Fangio? I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is so appealing about Nick Sirianni? I don't know, Mark. I, I, when they lost six out of seven and the way the playoff game ended, I expected him to be gone. I'm still surprised that he's here. I, I, Hugh, I don't know, but you know, Mark just brought up the idea of, of Kellen Moore. It, Hugh, it wouldn't shock me if Moore is the next head coach. It just feels like it's probably trending in that direction, especially when you start getting questions asked of you about, you know, basically what do you do? <laughs> what do you do around here? And, and, you know, you're talking about you're going to infuse or, or merge your offensive philosophy with his and things of that nature. I don't know. It, it's, it's tough to say. I think the players had a lot to say about him being here, and that's probably one of the main reasons why he's still here. I think he has a, lo- a lot of love yeah, and adulation in that locker room. Here's your question, though, Hugh. And you, you played for Andy Reid, and you played for some other coaches. Um, I mean, did Andy Reid ever get on your nerves? Did, did he ever bother you where, where maybe there wasn't a love fest? Like, like is, does it have to be a love fest with the players and the coach? Like, is that the way it has to be today? It like, feels like, like that. Like, it feels like, to your point, yeah, I, but I've why? heard. Because that's the way the NFL is skewing. I've heard rumors. Like, do you I, agree I, with that, Hugh? Do I agree with it? It's a different time. I mean, it, it, put it like this. If you're asking me would I would be a part of that, probably not. Because I, but I was, I'm from a different era. But it feels yeah, like but- a, a lot of times that. Guys have more pool. This, the NFL, to me, let me ask it for you like this, Mark. NFL is starting to feel like the NBA as far as the ability, the ability to get coaches hired and fired. Especially at, the quarterback. The quarterback is like the NBA yes. superstar. Yeah, it, feels, it feels like that, especially when you have players that have a lot of pool. It feels like they have the ability nowadays, which they didn't when I played, to have pe- certain people fired and, and, and have other guys keep their jobs. So, so what you're saying is, to a certain degree, these guys need to be coddled. Yes. And they need some sad, yes, man. man. That's sad. You know why? Football's a violent sport. Yes, it is. You, you got to have the makeup to kick someone's ass every play. And, it's, and, and I agree with you. The, the, the coddling, is that why Nick Sirianni's here? To coddle these guys so that, you know, there's a love fest. I love my coach. This, that. You know, <laughs> And I don't want to go back 40, 50 years, Chuck Knoll and the Lombardis and the Shulas, guys that were respected Hall of Fame coaches. It just, that never happened. Well, even go to Belichick, Mark. I mean, that, and that's not that long ago, but his heyday, you know, 10 to 20 years ago, he didn't do it either. Mark, I, I agree with you. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me, Mark. We always appreciate the phone call. Speaking of this, it's kind of interesting. This, this came out today as Mark made that phone call about why Sirianni's still here. So the NFL Player Association, they do, they do team report cards, right? The players vote on certain things or they give a grade to certain things. And I, I'm, I'm sure this is done anonymously, and then they kind of tally them up, mm-hmm. right? So, so here are the categories, treatment of facilities, food, cafeteria, nutritionist, dietitian, locker room, training staff, uh, weight room, strength coaches, team travel, head coach ownership. And then they kind of average it out. Sirianni got an A, from the Eagles. Now, these Eagles players voting. Now, I don't know if they're voting on his acumen or are they voting on his likability. I don't know why they gave him an A, but they gave him an A. So Mark asked the question why he's still here. I think that's part of it. The players seem to like him. I'm not. You notice I'm not using the word like they think he's a genius, but they like him. Yeah. And the other thing I wonder is, 
and I think Marcus Hayes wrote this in a column uh, after the Eagles kept Sirianni. Jeff Fleury a couple years ago said this guy's going to be a really good coach. I wonder sometimes when when powerful people make decisions, they don't want to admit they don't want to be wrong. They don't or they don't want to admit they're wrong before they have to. Like you say, "Ah, I thought this two years ago. I'm not going to give up on that first instinct I had. Now maybe it would have been better to just say I made a mistake, but he didn't. He didn't do that. Yeah, and and I think part of it is too that like this place has been ran like a country club. You know, so like, it's easy it's, to like the guy in charge. I mean, yeah, you if you know what potentially is going to happen, the thing that that jumps out to me, especially last year in the NFL, two two stories, the one coming out of Miami with the Vic Fangio and the players not liking him because they didn't like his coaching style, mm-hmm. and the fact that you had some 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 significant agents coming out saying that a lot of guys that that he was associated with didn't like his coaching style. Now. That that's one that that jumped out to me, and another one was the one where, when Coach Bieniemy went to the Commodores, and the Commodores were complaining about their practices. The last time I checked, Commodores ain't been to the playoffs in a long ass time. <laughs> well, I think they went during the pan, uh, pandemic year, but that's the only one I could think of for a while. So about five or six years Commanders. now. Yeah, five six years ago. Once in the last seven or eight years, I believe. Yeah, and 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 they haven't been significant in a long ass time. Oh, that, that's thirty fair years. To say. Yeah. yeah, significant. So you get a coach, offense coordinator that's fresh off, fresh off winning the Super Bowl, and you crying about practice like that blew my mind. But again, like I said, it's a different time, different time, different era. Guys are different. And and that's why when you ask me, I don't. I never want to be that old dude to talk about. Well, back in my day when I went to school, walking twenty miles to school, like you don't want to be that guy. Cause uphill you both ways, yeah, uphill in the snow. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy, but you also have to acknowledge that things are different, and you have to adjust and adapt to the times, man. Well, I also do wonder. I mean, we always look for separators, right? Every team has talent. Every team has high draft picks. I wonder if the teams that have more of those guys that are willing to work and not be coddled, maybe those are the teams that are going to win. Yeah, and, and the and teams that have less of those guys are going to lose. It, that, and it feels like that. You know, it's also funny. They've put people like you always have a player representative that that goes to the PA or whatever. They got a lot of snitches on the PA representative squad now that tell everything. Like there have been more reports of misconduct, which it should. Like this is where it gets weird for me because I, I don't recall ever being in a situation during training camps or whatever. We had some hard ass training camps where anybody ever told on coach for oh, the like training camp. Oh, like if you go over the practice limitations <laughs> yeah. or pads on a certain like, day. Yeah. Oh, like, don't run and tell now, man. Listen. Them cats go back and tell in a heartbeat. Oh, he had too many practices. He coach put the pads on us too much, dude. You trying to win football games? I, I get well, it. yeah, that yeah. you know. I, well, I hope that's the, the full objective. But yeah, those they don't. That doesn't different, fly anymore. It's different now, man. It does. All right, let's go to Terrence in Springfield. What's up, Terrence? Yo, Joe, Kyle. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, hey, man? Terrence. Here's the thing, man. What does Nick Sirianni do? Like. This core value stuff he's talking about is getting real old and real stale. Like, did the offense have core values on the field? Did the defense have core values on defense on the field? No. It feels like, to me, the reason he's back is because I feel like Jeffrey Lurie is trying to show loyalty to Sirianni because he had that Super Bowl run. And I hope he's making the right choice because this could, the fans could turn on this team quickly and his organization quickly if we have a 
a horrible season next year. This this thing can go haywire. And for this guy to be sitting up in a press conference saying he's going to merge offenses, did your offense work last year, Sirianni? No. So what are you going to merge your offense with Kellen Moore's offense who was more successful than yours? Does that make sense? No. It does not. Yeah, that Terrence. Burned, that burned a lot of people business. Yeah, of course guy. it did. Well, you know, it reminded me, Terrence, a little bit of in 2020 when the Eagles brought in Marty Morningweg and, uh, yeah. and Scangarello, and they talked about meshing all the different concepts. And then I watched it play out in the fall, and it was uh, garbage. It, it, it was garbage. And, like, Sirianni, he has, he has a say in this, but so does Howie. And I feel like Howie has to open up that checkbook, but I also feel like this guy has to get better at drafting. This, that is not Howie's strong suit. That little, that little Georgia Bulldogs crap he pulled off last year that everyone was happy about made me sick. This year, we have to get some good free agents in here, like um, Patrick McQueen, bring CJ back, something like that. But we got to get some good – we got to hit some draft picks instead of letting these draft picks go to other teams that we missed on in the draft. Uh, well, they do, and they need to spend the money here. They need to spend that money. Terrence, we appreciate the phone call. We got a Reddick update here we'll get to in a second. I just want to point out, though – uh, you know how we um, we talk about kind of grading on a curve sometimes? Yesterday we mentioned how every team has more cap room. Yeah. So um, this was just put out, like, all the coaches, what they got. Here's my takeaway, because I, I can see the grades now for every NFL head coach. So Sirianni, according to the Eagles, they voted him an A. Okay, Sirianni got an A. Hugh, most players seem to just give their coach a high grade. So of the 32 coaches, 19 of them got A plus, A, or A minus. And it's, it, it's, it has no reflection on your team's record. Let me just give you an example. Frank Reich got an A-. minus. Frank Reich was fired midseason. Jonathan Gannon got an A-. minus. Now, he might be a good head coach. Well, John, I think he actually did a pretty good job with not much there so in these Arizona. Gra- these grades are fugazi. Well, the, I think it's not about your acumen or your ability. That's, what I, that's my takeaway. By the way, um, Bill Belichick, and I know they had a bad year last year, Bill Belichick got one of the bottom grades in terms of coaching. Maybe they didn't like him, right? Maybe they just, they're tired they of his. They probably were being honest. Yeah. Like they probably realized what they were grading, like they, who they were grading. But he's not a dumb, like, Jonathan Gannon got a higher grade than Bill Belichick. This strikes well, me as a, pop, a little bit of a popularity contest. Also, only three coaches in the entire league got a C or D. Can you guys guess them? Through only three teams voted their coach C or D in the. Well, you already told us one Belichick, right? No, no, he was in the B's. Oh, Josh McDaniel, Arthur Smith. Josh McDaniels was the worst graded coach, a D. Arthur Smith, C plus, the third worst graded coach, and Ron Rivera who got the Ooh. only C. So only Arthur Smith, Ron Rivera, Josh McDaniels got anything below a B. Most players are just going to vote a nice grade for their coach. That that's my thing. Well, I mean, kind of sound like. Yeah, I don't know. well, I don't know if it's a popularity contest. I feel like Belichick on name recognition alone, if it, that were the case, would get. But what a I mean is, grade. like, maybe they don't like his personality. Well, yeah, or maybe he just didn't do a good job last season. He's well, not that great of a coach anymore. So, so John Harbaugh got a B plus. Hmm. Frank Reich got an A minus. Like, I, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> John Harbaugh had the best team in the NFL in terms of the regular season. Uh, it's. It's it's not a bad thing the Eagles players voted him an A. Maybe we're too hard sometimes on Sirianni. They like him, obviously. I'm just like that doesn't mean anything you, to me. Can I can I can I just like give my two cents about yeah. the whole Sirianni thing? I think is people listen to what he says, and it, it's starting to be a little bit redundant and ridiculous. Because to me, like I like Coach Sirianni. Let me say this first. But when he hit me with triple down on the core values. We doubled down on them last year, did we? But this year we're going to triple down. No, but, but my point is, 
he doubled down and it didn't work. So, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and triple down. It's like that guy <laughs> at the blackjack table. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it again. So, and I get like, this is why I couldn't be a head coach because you know you sit there. And the longer y'all had me up there, the more I'm going to start stuttering. And the more I'm going to start, like, just get in there, get my message across, and get off. Get leave. Those, That's those, it. Those, you know those, what I mean, they, Kyle? Those, those, okay. Our drop board, if you were the head coach, would be filled. Kyle, what's the update here I on Hassan Reddick? What do we got? It. According to Justina Anderson, who I believe is at the scouting combine, mm-hmm. she says, I'm told several teams have expressed interest in trading for Eagles linebacker Hassan Reddick per source. So I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. well, you knew that. That's why they said probably said what they said yesterday, because they know this is about to get ugly. <laughs> so real. Jeff McLean and his piece today, he's obviously out there too. And I, I look, it's not just for GMs; it's for reporters too to kind of gain information. He wrote this morning. Uh, he wonders if the Eagles, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact quote, but the paraphrasing the idea of would they take a pair of second day picks? So what does that mean? A two and a three, a pair of second day picks. Mm. Day two picks is the way you kind of phrase it for the draft. A two and a three is not a bad compensation for a son, Reddick. No, that's, that's no, it's ain't not. That kinda, ain't talking that about it's not a, for the player he is at thirty years old. That's not a bad compensation. What gives the Eagles a better? So first of all, you're Mister Open the Wallet, spend the money. I, I what do you think gives the Eagles it. a better chance of winning the Super Bowl next year? A second and third round pick, Reddick, or a son, Reddick? Reddick. Okay, I'm just saying. But if if you're gonna be open to trading him, that sounds like good compensation. Like I don't think they're getting a one. No, they're not getting a one, Kyle. Oh, uh, okay, Bro. then. Then you don't trade him. Well, it's, then why it's come pretty the GM simple. Didn't say yesterday he's under contract because he look because they're, they're in they're the process play. of allowing him to seek a trade. He can't. But he can't. He's but, under contract. Uh, These are facts. Okay, but like you can't. How we can't go up there to the podium and be like, oh, like we're praying that Son Reddick's going. No, we're going to find a way to work this out. Like that's just not what GMs do. You're asking for something that's that it's just not going to happen. God, I ain't figured it out. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have not figured out. Kyle, Kyle getting mad at us for, for reporting the news. We were talking about flipping our best defensive player for a second and third round pick willy-nilly and acting like that's a good – it's good compensation in terms of what the market is dictating. That's what I'm saying. But that's not what the Eagles need or want or should want. It's a bad trade. Well, I, I want to keep him. I'm trying to bring in more good players. I'm not trying to go with all the young guys like Mr. Scout Hugh Douglas over here. Then then they need to stand pat and say a two and a three is not good enough. Area Scout Hugh Douglas. But see now now you're just being you're just being spiteful and not letting the man leave. No, no, I'm being I'm doing what's in best interest of the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, if I honestly don't care about what Hassan Reddick wants. He's under contract and bring him back. Let's grab a phone call here while we all scoring lover a little bit. We'll calm down. Well Kyle's gonna be scoring if if they (laughs) trade him for a two and a three. Tom's an Aston. What's up, Tom? Hey, how you guys doing? (laughs) What's up? Good Tom, Tom? what's up? Uh 
So this is my second time calling you guys' show. Uh, the job I have now, I drive between projects, so I find it more and more that uh, you guys are talking to subjects I need to call in. So uh, All right. well, that's you guys keep up the great work. Well, uh, Tom, we appreciate you being part of the show. What are you thinking today? Um, a couple things. Uh, Hugh, I do resonate with the term Thundercats. Uh, I think we're about the same age, and when you say it, I think of the Thundercats, the show in my youth I watched. Yes. So I believe you are right. We do need to play them. I think last year with our defensive coordinators and all, we did not have the talent to mentor them. And then they had the work ethic to do it. And the team itself, back to Sirianni, which I'm jumping back and forth, they reflected his personality, right? Mm -hmm. That's how they performed because they reflected his personality. It's the teams that are successful reflect the coach's personality, and they're the ones who are in the playoffs the longest and the ones that won. So I believe with this change with the defensive coordinator will help with the young Thundercats, but I also believe they do need to make some moves, spend some of that money. That way you can integrate them and they can learn from better players. Yeah, I'm, I'm, me and you on the same page. Like, But see, Joe... Mister, I want to spend all my money on the on the highest price creators out there. I want to win. But that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to spend my money. No, on and the I get it, Tom. Creators, I, I get both you and we appreciate your focus. I get the point you're making there. And and if you you have a culture, you have a, a sustainable model. It's great. The Eagles haven't shown that. How yeah, Howie has not that shown going. that. They got to get that. Well, going. or we can win a Super Bowl, and then we'll figure the rest out. All right, let's. We never like to be lied to. No one likes to be lied to. But I actually am hoping that two things we heard yesterday were flat out lies. Can we start with the uh, what Howie said yesterday about one of the veterans on this team, a guy who didn't play well last year? Here's Howie on James Bradbury and his role in this team. We kind of knew we needed some depth there. We gave some guys opportunities to do it. You know, I got to do a better job of bringing in more guys to be able to play that position. I think that's one area that kind of you felt like in August maybe we, we need to add, so we tried some guys. But when you look at JB and his history and his success as an outside corner, to ask him to do something, which is really a different position, is hard. And he remains part of your plans? Yeah, he's under contract, part of our plans. Under contract, part of their plans. That's James Bradbury. Let's all hope <laughs> that was a flat-out lie. Let's also hope this was a lie. Sirianni, you know, a month ago was asked, what do you do around here? So I'm not surprised. Yesterday, he tried to kind of spin it that, you know, he and Callum Moore are going to design the offense together. Here's how he framed the offense and how it'll be designed. He's been highly successful, and, and we've been highly successful, and I think that, you know, I'm really looking forward to meshing the things, you know, meshing what he's done really well together with the things that we've done really well. Um, but and and I again, I think it's going to be a really a really good match. Uh, and Kellen's track record speaks for itself. He wants to mesh those offenses here together. What we did well, what's, what what uh, Moore did well. What do you think about that meshing the offense? So we're gonna put the tush push in to to Coach Moore's. Coach Goober's offense. I uh, like it. I'm okay with that. Let's hope that's the only thing they take from the offense. Well, yeah. Because I can't that, – that's the only staple that they had that was good, to be totally honest. Yeah, I, ju I just hope that they don't go too far with trying to mess it. Because a couple years ago, they tried that with a whole bunch of cooks in the kitchen that didn't work. I, I would be fine letting Kellen Moore – Design the offense. Kellen Moore's run a lot of good offenses in the NFL. 215-592-9494. We'll get back to the phone lines here. We'll give you a midweek non-sports take as we do every Wednesday. And, yeah, we'll throw something from the Sixers in here coming up. Embiid's timeline. What Woj said about Joel Embiid. And, boy, do the Sixers need him. And I'm starting a countdown. We know we have the Joel countdown. But I'm starting a countdown on my own of something that I just can't wait for. 
in Philadelphia sports. That's coming up. 215-592-9494 for your calls next on the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. And let's talk about FanDuel. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your chance, uh, your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Look, there's a lot of big games tonight. I will take Minnesota to win big at home. However you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlor with TNT Thursdays. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sports partner of 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.